All right, you are now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players broadcast. It was the Big Three Championship at Staples this weekend. I'm going to give you a behind-the-scenes tour of what went down with Clips and Drew and Dash Radio. Bill Simmons calls out Devin Booker and Landry Shamit on Twitter, and D-Book claps back. October 19th, Clips and Drew and Antidote Fresh and B-Ball Junkies are putting on a show. We want all you guys to be there. Stay tuned for the details. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, kick the intro music. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard what up broadcast world what's up everybody you know what it is it's the follow through with clips in drew epic sode 90 drew yeah i don't know what it means to you bro but to me 90 is another milestone yeah 90 is a, it's definitely a milestone it's a nice round number it's a round number it's an a we're getting into the a's if we're going by grades oh. right yeah it's an a yeah and, and I, we're an a podcast a, you know, 90 is an a minus yeah no, always, we're not an a minus that always qualifies as an a i'll you know, take a 90 you know the b minus you know b plus thing was always nice but when you get an a bro i don't care if it's a minus a plus it's an a yeah it's if just, you're gonna give me a b plus though give me an a minus right let's just what, what's what's 0.5 percent lady exactly so yeah, we're I want to congratulate you though. Me? Yeah, just we're, we made it to ninety. Oh, congratulations to you as well. Thanks, dude. We made it here. Uh, and we deserve it, Drew. Yeah, we definitely deserve it. Epic sowed ninety. <laughs> it's unfortunate that ninety's coming uh, September fourth, oh, and and not perhaps uh, you know November fourth. Well, I posted a picture today on our uh, Instagram of LeBron, and the the quotation was, "There's absolutely." nothing fucking going on in the nba it's very true and drew and i did our happy hour as yep. we do before we do every pod just to just you know discuss like what we're going to talk about off-season brainstorming yeah and there's not much no okay no like how much how much javel mcgee getting robbed are we going to be able to talk about but <laughs> first and foremost drew yeah episode 90 whose episode is this going to be all right 1990 really good year a lot of players that were born in 1990, but I'm going to start with players drafted in 1990, as is tradition. Mm-hmm. Number one overall. I usually like to let you guess this. Do you want to guess 19? It's not Larry Johnson. Okay, because I keep throwing <laughs> this out. Larry has to come at some point. At some point. Were, I don't. I think he's 92 or 93. No, 92 is Shaq. Then it must be 93 or 94. No, be, or 91. It could be 91. Anyway, we're going to get okay, there. Okay, 1990. Yes, sir. No, oh, I know. One. I know who it is. Yes, you do. Go I, ahead. I do know. Is it DC? Give me $5. Derek Coleman. DC, give me $5. Derek Coleman out of Syracuse. Do you want to know? Let me tell you why I remember these. This a, it was a commercial. No, I had. Well, no. The DC, give me $5. We've talked about that before. And we've, we've discussed We've aired Derek that Coleman. commercial on we did. this show. Can we play it again, Drew? Give me $5. So. Back in the day, I had this upper deck. Uh, it was an eight by ten photo, and it had it was it was the number one draft picks, and it was Danny Danny Manning. Uh. I know it was Larry Johnson, David Robinson, Derek Coleman, Purvis Ellison, right? Yes. And so that's the picture those that comes into my years head, that... and I'm pretty sure I, I'm I'm going to break it out. I, I have it somewhere. Yeah, in here. yeah, yeah. So that's why LJ keeps coming up in my head. Yeah, he's around the corner. 
He's got to be next. But it, ha- it has to be next. Do you know who the number two overall pick was? Derek in- Coleman in was 1990's number one pick. I'll give you one hint. If give you me came one up, hint. If you can't. No, no. I want. You, do you have a guess on this? No. Game? I okay. have zero. Oregon State. Uh, Gary Payton. There you go. Okay. Number Perfect. two. Number three. You'll get, keep going on this or what? What do you got? This is These are good These are good names. Okay. Number three, LSU. Okay. Played with Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Rabouf. Now, Nailed it. Now that is what my boy. <laughs> I, this, I told Drew before he started this. I said we got to hit up, and one of our fo- man, I, I forgot who it was. It was either uh, Quicksand Hoops or it was uh, my my boy Juice. But he said, "Is it the Mac? Tell Drew it needs to be the Mahmoud Abdul Raouf." Uh, he made the list, aka Chris Jackson. And guys, I know you got to watch Mahmoud Abdul Raouf this weekend with the big three that we're going to get into. And he looks like a gray beard. You know what I mean? The he man looks, looks much older than he is. He does. But, yes. man, let me tell you, Chris Jackson real Uncle Drew. was a savage, mm-hmm. bro. Savage. Not to mention, he was also in the dunk contest. Yep. The boy could bang out. Yep. Damn, so he was number three? Number three. So DC was one. Yes, GP sir. two. Yep. Mahmoud three. Yes. Cool. Uh, and the number seven, I think, has a special place uh, for you. For me. And for me, it does as well because he was in a movie. And he was drafted by the Clippers. Number seven, 1990. He was in a movie drafted by the Clippers. He was in a movie. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Was it? It's not Bo Kimble. It is Bo Kimble. Okay. Drew, you hold on. <laughs> Drew, you're 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 striking a chord with me. I dude. knew I would. Oh, can I can I talk about Bo? Bo needs to be talked okay, about. I not, talk- not enough of the young. I'm people. throwing my fucking hat down. Not I enough. need to talk about Bo Kimble. Not enough of the young people know about Bo Kimble. Bo Kimball and Hank Gathers yep. were childhood friends. They grew up together. Those who don't know Hank Gathers, I don't know why you're listening to our show. Google it, please. Google Hank Gathers. Hank Gathers was Shaq. Hank Gathers was Lem Bias. Hank Gathers was Zion. Hank Gathers was everything that you wanted to be in a professional basketball player. Or a basketball player in general. His period, yeah. I They're from Philly, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think I am. Um, they both decided to play at LMU under Paul Westfall. Yes, the running gun offense. Yes, sir. Paul Westfall sold them both. And yeah. mind you, and LMU is nice. No, LMU is real nice. This is Santa Monica. Man, I got chills, Drew. If you could see my body right now. And maybe it's not Santa Monica. It's, it's, it's just no, it's south. Marina Del Rey. Marina, Marina. It's Marina yeah, Del Rey. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. come right off. Man, I spent so many nights at LMU, and you get up right off the freeway, right by Jerry's Deli in Marina Del Rey. Jerry's Deli. And you will see Loyola on the, on the, on the horizon. They got an ocean view. Oh, dude, what a, what a college to go to. What a great to. campus. And Paul Westfall, prior to, you know, being the Phoenix Suns running gun offense Lakers. and whatnot. Lakers as well. And Paul Westfall was a hooper, too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, played. These dudes teamed up at Loyola and – was basically shocking the world. And Loyola is a small school. Yep. It's a smaller school. They've never reached that uh, pinnacle since. And, you know, long story short, Hank had some heart issues. Hank collapsed once. Um, and at that point, at that uh, moment in time, like they really didn't know what, what, what the deal was. They didn't right. know if it was anxiety. Did he have a really bad heart? Anyways, he was cleared to play. And then Hank, after a, it was during a game at Loyola. Yep. He had just gone up for a monstrous two-handed dunk. And next time down court, he got dizzy, passed out, and he died on the court. Yeah. It was a, it was a tragic moment in yep. college basketball. It was a tragic moment in basketball in general. And especially if you lived in California and you followed these teams. Like, it was a big deal here. Um, and the team took it really, really tough. I mean, of course. 
And Bo Kimball, being his best friend, took it even harder. Yep. And this goes into the the discussion about Bo Kimball. You know, after Hank had passed, it was a tournament game. They had made the tournament. They're they're running through that tournament. They're running. They're putting up like 130 points yep. a game. Massive scoring. They were 130 running, in running college. Gun. They scored 144 in one game. Like I, I don't. I'm not sure if the shot was the shot clock. Yeah, it didn't it matter. There. Didn't matter because they were matter. scoring within eight, like within four seconds. Yeah, it's it's what D'Antoni hoped. To, to turn into Westfall, his own. Westfall. No, no, I'm talking about Mike D'Antoni right. took that and tried to turn that into the NBA. He's right. been running with that system since. Facts. Yeah. Uh, and the first time Bo got to the free throw line, he shot a free throw left-handed. Hank was left-handed. He made his free throw. And it was a, it's one of those moments in basketball where, like, it, it, it still resonates today. Yeah. And if you don't, if this is something new to you. 30 for 30 did an episode on this. They did. And, again, I got chills on my body because Bo was so cold. But I think that really fucked with him of course. mentally. Yeah. Um, and it didn't translate into an NBA career. We drafted him. There's actually a movie, dude. And I want to say it's Heaven is a Playground, but I don't think that's it because I think that was the movie about Booger Smith, uh, which you guys should watch too. No, that was Soul in the Hole. The movie is Heaven is a Playground, and Bo Kimball plays... Is this the movie you're talking about? I, I just I remember the, my introduction to Bo Kimball as a young man was watching him in a movie. That no, really the movie well. is Heaven Is a Playground. There it is. And Bo Kimball plays an isolated, a uh, introverted basketball player that doesn't want to play basketball anymore. And everybody know he he's the goat. This guy's the best player, but he doesn't want to play anymore. I just remember the scene where he had a he had a hoop nailed onto the top of a, like a truck bed. Dope. It was like a, it was like one of those like long haul truckers. Uh, like back end of a of a trailer, Sick. and it was and the hoop was nailed into the side of that, and he was shooting on like a dirt uh, area. That that's that's something that's ingrained in my memory. That's the movie you saw. It was called Heaven Is a Playground, there and it I, is. and this is again. I had it on VHS, um, dating myself, but I want to watch it again because I remember it's a hell of a movie. Yeah, because me being a a, a young Clipper fan too, like Bo Kimball was, and 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 knowing his circumstances, what he came from from Loyola and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, damn, Drew, can this, are you going to keep going? Yes, there's okay. more. Oh, take a sip, Drew. There's more? You there's got more. me sold on Bo Kimball, dog. There's more, but we go into players born okay. in 1990. So we have a lot of relevant players. Still playing. Very much. Okay. They're 29 years old, 30 years old. Preach, Drew. Players born in 1990. Uh, this is just the tip of a very large iceberg here, but I, I, I got the cream of the crop here. DeMarcus Cousins, Paul mm. George, BG. Gordon Hayward, G-H. Damian Lillard, uh, Clay Thompson, Kemba Walker, John Wall, Greg Monroe, Drew Holiday, and Seth Curry. Mm. Ricky Rubio. Did I say Ricky Rubio? Nope. Nope. That's in there. Kemba Walker. I say him. You did. I did say him. Those are the list of players there. But obviously, none of them have the emotional ties to Bo Kimball. And this is, I think, this is a really nice opportunity to, you know, to pay, tell his story, to to talk a little bit about Bo Kimball. Well, we just did talk about yeah, Bo Kimball. That's and, what I'm saying. And he's my Facebook friend, too. Is he? Yeah. I that, mean, that's cool. I mean, I think it's our job, Drew. I think what separates us on this show is, yeah, we can talk about Kimball Walker and we could talk about yeah. Clay Thompson and we could talk about, you know, all these other guys. But there's so many stories that we need to tell and people need to know. Like, if you want the, to know the history of basketball, especially if you're a Clipper fan, too, who don't have any idea who Bo Kimball is. And I have pictures, Drew. I can break them out tonight when we're done. I got pictures of Bo Kimball, games I used to go to, um, where I have pictures with Bo Kimball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I know we have a lot of Clippers and Lakers that take over 
you know, uh, whose episode it is, but I'd be great with Bo Kimble. I'm loving Bo Kimble, man. That, that, like I said, man, that was at, at an early age. Uh, my dad had obviously during that time mm-hmm. we, we were LA family. Like my dad loves basketball, right? He's not gonna. He can't he get knew a, who Bo Kimble was. He can't get enough of basketball. And your dad played in like that same almost era, right? Yeah, no, a little younger, a well, yeah, little they, older. They were they. My dad was older than them, definitely. But he he grew up, you know, in in Northern Orange County and in, in Los Angeles, and so, uh, you know, watching players like that come through the ranks at LMU or. Cal State Northridge or like all, all these all these local schools that we would watch, especially having a run like the way that LMU did. My dad would always fondly remember that that LMU team and Hank Gathers is somebody that he told me about. And, oh, boy. And, and it wasn't until much older that I was able to kind of get some actual footage. Right. And 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 then really the, the whole story was painted for me with that 30 for 30. But I love Bo Kimball, man. I'm, I love I'm, it. Let's do it. Episode, yeah. episode 90 will be Bo Kimball. Bo, this is yours, dog. Yeah, man. Um, Again. Not much is going on in the L <laughs> right now, but we kind of had a really cool experience this weekend. We did. Drew wasn't able to come. Nope. Drew is, is was in the process of moving. God, I hate moving. <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world. And, for and some, you know who your real friends are, bro. And I, I also chose Labor Day weekend. Like I, I didn't realize that it was Labor Day weekend when you know when the lease was signed and all of that. Like, oh, this is gonna be a good weekend. And then, and as we got closer, I was like, oh shit. This is Labor Day weekend. So Drew is moving from San Clemente, beautiful San Clemente, to downtown San Diego. Shout out to San Diego. Anybody in the area, I need recommendations on bars. Drew lives above f- a pub, though. And I need that's food. A, oh, that I might do. be an I, issue. East Village. People in East Village, shout me out, man. Let me know. Let him know where he needs to eat and meet up with Drew. Pull up on Drew if he's out. I'm you at Melvin's I mean? Brewery, literally downstairs. B-Shock Ramen, across the street. Holler at me. Hey, Drew, don't tell. I mean, you might have some fanatics, though, bro. That's okay, man. I got multiple levels of security. Okay. Hey, so first and foremost, shout out to Dash Radio and the Nothing But Net channel. Uh, They sent us to, they sent me to, they wanted both of us to go. I wanted to be there. He wanted to be there. there Drew just had too much moving to do. I was there in spirit. It really Um, sucked for me to miss out on this, but but you had a blast. Oh, it was the big three championship game. Uh, Staples Center. Staples Center. L.A. stand-up. And, Drew, we got so much love, dog. Yeah, man. I'm just – it's so crazy, and I tried to explain it to you at, at, at dinner tonight, where it's like I've spent a really long time like in this bubble, right, in this basketball bubble, this huge L.A., the world is smaller than you think basketball bubble. Yeah. And literally everywhere I went in Staples, I knew somebody. Either I hooped with or they were on my team or I ball boyed with, or uh, I, you know, first dude I saw was James Hollywood Robinson when I pulled up to Staples Center. And a lot of people don't know who Hollywood is. Hollywood was, you know, played for the Minnesota Timberwolves, was on the Clippers, uh, and they called him Hollywood because he was fucking Hollywood. He had this gold tooth right in the middle of his mouth, and that's <laughs> as soon as he smiled, I knew that was that was Hollywood, and he yep. remembered me. Um, but this this is the crazy thing, and we'll get into the game in a minute, but. I roll I I roll in to Staples and I'm not even in there three minutes. And one of our listeners from Sydney, at mate, my guy at mate, and I can't do my 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 Sydney. Your my, Australian accent. Neither of our Australian yours accents. Yours is way better than mine. It is better than yours. It is. But your yeah, mine isn't great. So that's what we're getting at. No, yours is way better. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> thirteen. Thirteen. It was thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> uh I got a DM real quick because he was like, hey, you're at Big Three. I'm here. And he pulled up on me real quick. Yeah. And 
my boy at mate and I forgot the rest of the name. I do, but you you came with his beautiful wife. Nice. And his wife is like, my husband is such a big fan of the show. <laughs> and he, I've talked to him a few times. Mm-hmm. And the love, for, dude, he pulled out our sticker from yeah. his that I, that I sent to him. And our sticker was on his wallet. And it looks like it's been through hell and back. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the dude, where like it's, it's been on his dude, wallet. Thanks for the support, bro. It's not like he threw this on before he met, uh, met me or whatever. No, no, no. But him and his beautiful wife. Came up and showed us a lot of love and a lot of support. Hey, we love your show. We listen to you guys every week. And they were so nice. They're on their honeymoon. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. I hope you guys, you're probably listening to this right now while you're, it, this was so crazy about people in other countries. He's like, yeah, we're going, you came to LA for two days and then we're, going, then we're going to Dallas and then we're going to New York, play basketball. And then we're going to go to fucking Iceland Uh-oh. and then we're going to come back through Tallahassee. And but it was just so much shit. I'm like, bro, Uh-oh. we get three days in the US. Yeah, that three days is a vacation. You know, hey, but we, we appreciate it so much. And I honestly went home that night after all the great, the great things that happened and that I got all the people I got to meet. That was the best experience because that shows me that me and you are doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing and people appreciate what we're doing. And we hope, I hope drew hopes that you appreciate what we're doing every single week for you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, Thanks for the love. Yeah. And it it. it was awesome. And so you got to see the championship game at this. Well, they had, they they had the first game, which was power versus. I forgot who it was, but it was Corey McGetty's basically his final game. Cause Corey's, Corey said his wife said, dude, you played 15 years in the NBA. Time to, time to you, put those shoes away. You've had three years in the big three. It's time to it's time to go. Got and it. you know what's crazy is when I see Corey, because I, you know, I've been following Corey since he was at Duke and since he was a clipper. I've seen him in hundreds of games, and Corey looks the fucking same, bro. He does. Talk he, about he Benjamin Button. He hasn't aged a day. No. And he probably, you know, He's still ripped. Probably never had a Red Bull in his life. You know what I mean? The guy probably doesn't eat fried food at all. Yeah, yeah or he's one, of, or he could be one of those guys. Could just great genes. Just one of those guys that that has that. You know, it's, it's, there's a very few. It's, it's it's like winning the genetic lottery. Those guys, hundred percent. You know, you could. I'm sure he he. Very, ding I'm, ding ding! Corey Maggette, you won yeah. the genetic. <laughs> the genetic. My my point being mm. is that you know maybe he does take care of himself. Maybe he's on the TB12 shit like Tom Brady. Mm. All he eats is avocado milkshakes and almond butter stuff. But <laughs> we, what we're saying is like he's had this look since he was seventeen. Right. Like, and my guess is that I bet he's had some cheeseburgers in his life, and and it probably didn't affect him that. I much. I want to know what he eats, Corey. Can holler we, at your boys. I don't see why we can't. He he stays up here, Mister McGetty. Possibly, County. possibly the next Clipper broadcaster. Uh, we, know, we still don't know what's happening there. But he's he did his time. He's a, he's a Clipper Clipper guy. He's on he's he on the show. Some, he went through some shit last season. I hope all yeah. that shit gets cleared up. I would love Corey to be that guy. Anything would be better than Bruce fucking Bowen. Well, Bruce okay. Bowen experiment lasted. Bruce Bowen is his white uh, cousin. Bruce Bowen. <laughs> That's if you know him like I do. Cal State Fullerton stand up. Bruce Bowen. Uh, you, you can call Chad's him cousin, yeah. Tre- Trevor's little cousin, Bruce and Chad. They're really good. They were two on two <laughs> champions of South Orange County. Oh, anyway, so Bruce, funny. the Bruce Brown uh-huh. episode with, with Ralph did not last very long. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. And, and he's where he should be. I think he's on the Spurs radio team or some shit like Man, that. Man, we got he so- had no ties to the Clippers. It was very strange. It was so weird. Was very strange. But let me, let me tell you this, dude. As soon as I walked into the arena at Staples, I was shocked. Yep. At how many fucking people were there? Braun there was, was there. 
Well, the, he wasn't there yet. I'm oh, saying you said the stage before I, I even sat in the seats. I just wanted to do a stroll. That's when I did my stroll and noticed that I knew everybody. Nice. Saw Mo Spill. Saw Mouthpiece. Saw my boy fucking sick with it. Saw my dude Mario, who I ball boy with, ball literally ball boyed with when we were children. Yeah. And he even I saw him in line to get a drink. I'm like, yo, Rio. And as soon as he saw me, and we, we're friends on Instagram and whatnot, but I ain't seen him in a sure. minute. And he said, fucking clips, right? <laughs> and pulled up, talked for 15 minutes. He told his boy who played for the Celtics, and he looked really familiar for me. to me. Uh, he played on the Celtics, and I, I forgot who it was. Uh, but he's like, yo, fucking clips was the first dude in the hood. Like, he used to, I used to sleep over at his house. Nice. In the hood, you know? Nice. And he's like, yo, clips was the first white boy in the hood, which was kind of <laughs> crazy. So I got to see him, but then, like, you know, Gold Net Basketball was there. Our yeah. boy Sam. I got to link Sam up and with Rick. Yeah. Got to link up with Silky Socks, who is blowing it up right now. Good for him. Um, got to see my boy Mouthpiece from Venice Ball. We chopped it up because Frank Nitty was playing in the championship game. Yes, he was. Which we'll get into in a second. But it was just like the whole vibe was great. It was all like all the LA heads came out. Like everybody oh, was there. Of course they were. And LeBron pulled up. Yeah. I was literally 15 feet from him when he walked in. Came in casually late, as LeBron probably well, does. Yeah. Why would he be there early? Well, I was I was asking, I was talking to somebody about it. I'm like, there's literally nothing going on in LA. LeBron probably woke up and said, All right, I'll pull up to the big Go three. To the big three. I gotta, you See know, Joe Johnson. Uh, See Stack. Richard he played Richard with. Richard right? Lewis. Yeah. Richard played. But yeah, Stack was there. I saw Joe, who everybody's been talking about right now, who looked great, hit the game winner, fell into LeBron's arms. Like the game was great. It was dramatic. I love the way everything is played there. And I think that it's only going to get bigger. Like my whole goal was I wanted to meet Ice Cube and I wanted to ask him like, and I wanted to fucking rip on him really quick. I wanted to ask him some really cool questions. And then I want to be like, yo, why are you hating on my clips? Because he sounds super salty, dog. <laughs> when he talks about the clip. Am I right? He's talking about Kawhi. No, but I'm just saying he talks, he talks super sideways about the Clippers. Like, why are you so mad though? You know, I don't think he's mad. I think that's just the way no. that most Lakers fans look at the Clippers. It's kind of mm. like the you don't you don't say that it's though. It's the stepbrothers. I'm not most Laker fans. That's yeah, the thing that's is, true. I'm not. I you know I I'm a I'm a fan of the game of basketball, and I'll and when when a team is good, I'm I'm willing to admit Facts. it. And so even if it's the Clippers or the Celtics or you know teams that, that traditionally I should hate, like I don't I, you know I I look at what it is and then I'll call it how I see it. Uh, for Cube, he's he, he's Lakers all day, bro. He's been that way forever, and so. I, I know a lot of Laker fans that look at the Clippers like, okay, cool. Yeah, you got Kawhi and, and Paul George. That's really cute. Mm -hmm. But until something happens, until you guys actually do something, it'll be that way. It, I would say that that once this season starts getting underway, if you were to ask Cube some of the same questions that he answered you know, before the season, he might have a different tone. I mean, if you guys come out and just start laying people away like we think that you, you probably can. We should. That's but... what, I mean, it all depends on health and all that shit yeah. we talk about. But if you if you start the season the way that we think you should and you and you start being in the one, two, three seed, I'm sure Cube would be like, Okay, yeah, I mean, they're probably here now. But uh, still I don't think he'd say that. I think he was throwing some major shade. What right? I know is that he's a Laker guy, he's yeah. ride or die Lakers, and, and that's and that's gonna be the the point of view for most of those kind of I players. mean, I get that because what's crazy is like after the game, it was me, Goldnet, uh, Silky Socks, and we were outside and everybody wanted to take a picture, and I'm like I'm not taking a picture in front of Magic or Chick Hearn. Like you didn't I, want I the statues? well, I said I'm not doing that. Like, what does what that about look Shaq? like? For me? Shaq's got a statue out I, there now. Too. I, if it was anybody, I would have done Shaq. Yeah. But I told him, I said I can't do that. It's hard to take a picture in front of Stables without a Laker statue. Oh, shut up! It's I hard. Know, it's we got facts. a lot of them. 
But either way, we Do got. You have one a chick. You got chick out there. We, there's. I mean. So I had to ask. This chick is right there. And mind you, uh, first of all, I respect all of you guys that have a statue. Okay. <laughs> Shaq and chick being my favorite. Like okay. Kareem. But listen. Yeah. My whole plan was, I I asked Goldnet. I'm like, yo, do you think it would be super disrespectful if I take a picture with Chick but put my Clipper hat on Chick? Yes. When I, it would be right. Very it would disrespectful. Would have really pissed. It's okay because Lawler's gonna get one. I think Lawler's gonna get a statue. He should. And I'll be would, on the backside of the staples. Shut up, Drew. <laughs> He'll be over on Figueroa. He'll be over by El Cholo. He could be on LA Live. We can do it. We can do a LA Live. Shout statue. out to El Cholo. We had we had lunch with them afterwards. They've been around since 1926. It was the best Mexican meal I've ever had. That's cool. It's literally right by Staples Center. The little 1926. 1926, bro. Wow. It was the best Mexican food I've ever had. Mind mind the fact that the the waiter wouldn't split our check. I was gonna say they they have a little problem accommodating. Ooh. They Are haven't you? updated the payment system oh, since dude. 1926. <laughs> you were. The first thing, there was eight of us. We had the Dust Brothers from the Shout Rappaport out to podcast. Dust Brothers. Jordan and Miles and your lovely wives or fiancés. I think Jordan's not married yet, it's but close, this is I fiance. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had such a great time, and it was it was a great meal. It was really a great meal. But the waiter wouldn't split our check, so Miles was a little upset, and we had to, we had to figure it out really quick. Anyways, I think I paid for a two hundred and fifty dollar uh, Mexican meal, which is okay. It's okay. You said okay it was the best it. Mexican. Food it was you so ever had. good. It's I'll, worth it. I'll pay for it. Um, back to the big three though, really quick. I think there's going to be big things, dude. I was there in their inaugural, uh, inaug. Can you say it? Inaugural. Thank you, because I can't get that out right now. I was there in that their first season. I've seen them grow, and I think they're going to continue to get. This might be a platform because check this out, dude. If if I so Joe yep. gets a deal, you know what I mean. Yep, we're all expecting him to get some uh, signed some somewhere. I think somebody's going to pick him up. And how I, old is he? Thirty eight. But so check this out. This is the background to Iso Joe. Yeah. Iso Joe's an only child, right? Raised by his mom from, from Little Rock. Um, has a very... Arkansas? Yeah, from oh. Little Rock, Arkansas. Has a very close relationship with his mother, as you would expect. Sure. And his mom, uh, for during his last season playing in the NBA, which was uh, a year ago... Was was dealing with cancer and she passed oh, away. Shit. And 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 uh, that Joe. Sucks. No, it's horrible. And Joe took it really, really hard, right? Sure. As anybody would. Right. Uh, basketball was the last thing on his mind. He actually said that he still he owns his mom's house, the house he grew up in. He when he goes to Arkansas, he stays in that house. Like yeah. he still stays and sleeps in that house. I can and understand he went, that. Yeah, he went through a lot of shit, and he said basketball. You know, when you get to when you get older, dude, like basketball will always have that that thing in your heart that may you know that you love. Like I love playing basketball, but as you get older, some people tend to lose that. And Joe, who has been playing the game so long and it's been so good to him, he took some time off, but then realized like Cube had kept approaching him, like, "Hey, totally. you should come play. You should come play." He wasn't doing this to get another deal in the NBA. He wanted to play. He wanted to play basketball. And it turned into – he was MVP last year, uh, MVP this year, if I'm not mistaken. He won – I think MVP was McGetty last year. McGetty might have won this the MVP. This is Joe Johnson's first season. And he just lit it up. He was the best player on, the, on, on any team by far, in my opinion. As far as offensively. Well, and he looked in shape. He looked great. He looked like and, – and mind you, I, I was talking about this with Mouthpiece. Like, this isn't easy. Like, you you know, the three-on-three three is a one-on-one -on -one game and a post-up game. Like, you got to be extremely physical. Uh, the rules are different. But then we just got to see, like, 
ISO Joe was literally fucking lighting them up. And we talked about Will Bynum early in the year. I'm like, yo, this dude, or early in the summer, excuse me, this dude looks like he can get a deal. So if Ice Cube makes this a platform for the summer where players are like, fuck playing in the Drew or playing at Dykeman or doing all this shit, maybe I should go to the big three. Right. So you know, we like we have those four guys that that are on the fence right now with being signed or not getting signed, like Jamal Crawford and uh, Joakim Noah and Kenneth Fareed and, and those guys. As the season goes on, I, we all expect them to probably get signed somewhere. But there's always going to be those four guys that think that they might be left out. And as we go into the next season of, big, of the Big Three, we'll say, well, shit, I'm going to be on CBS. CBS. People are going to have eyeballs on me. People are showing up to this stuff. Obviously, there's scouts in the stands or at least scouts watching the games. The Clippers, the Clippers, the Jazz, a few other teams had uh, Pelicans. Alvin Gentry was there when they were playing in New Orleans. Like they went to scout a little bit. Absolutely. And again, everybody needs a shooter, Drew. Like if Joe's in shape and he and, and again at 38 it's a little different. Does he deserve a job over Melo? Like I don't fucking know. Would have would have it been a better idea for Melo to play in the Big why, 3 this why summer? Why has he not played? Well, in the because big maybe he weighed He's his He's too proud. It, it could be that it could be that I'm thinking of a more of like, where am I going to get the best competition where the most eyes are? Am I going to get more eyes at a Chris Brinkley fucking workout, a lifetime fitness, which maybe you might, or should I go to the big three? I know that will Bynum, you know, and Frank Nitty got some looks. Now, Frank Nitty did not show up. I want to talk about Nitty really quick. Frank Nitty, uh, which by the way, did you know where he went to college for a year? Frank Nitty? Yeah. I, it- Saddleback. Oh, no way. Could you believe that? Wow. Went to Saddleback for a year. Interesting, because I didn't know that either. I did not. Now, Nitty is a Drew League prodigy now. Like, again, uh, the Drew League kind of opened his eyes to, like, basketball I could really get paid for. He's the three-time MVP at the Drew. Uh, That's where he's made his name. He got uh, some looks from the big three. He played on the Killer Bees with Steven Jackson and like got a lot of love from LeBron James when when you know when I saw them to me. But when I walked into the arena, when I walked to our seats, uh, Nitty was in the was right by me, like in the stands, hugging people, taking pictures. There's at least a hundred people there. Yeah, supporting least, him, supporting him. Yeah, Coming, yeah. he's an LA kid. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? He's from Watts, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and he was showing a lot of love, so there was a lot of people there to see Nitty. And the guys I were with, Sick and 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 Mouthpiece, who've been watching Nitty and commenting his games and played with him, you know, we both noted, we all noticed that he was forcing a lot of shit. Like he he took some really bad shots. Big and, stage for him. It, it was a. I, I think he's played. Actually, I don't know. I think that might have been the biggest stage he's played I, he's on. He's played professionally recently. I mean. Uh, Goldnet and them were working on a highlight reel for him and trying to get him as much coverage as possible. And I think he got a deal somewhere last year, last season. He was playing professionally somewhere. Uh, I can't remember if that was in Canada or Mexico or wherever it might have been. But I know that they worked on a deal with him and he got paid to play. And But as far as like in the United States, like television coverage wise, I it, can't imagine a bigger stage for him. Well, yeah, the Drew isn't. I mean, the Drew is big in the hood. The Drew's big it's around not, us. It's not on CBS. No, it's, it's not, not on NBC. It's not on ABC or ESPN. And I, he forced. He there was two shots. There was two because again it's one on one. So there was two possessions where Nitty it was like cross, cross, shake, shake, go to the rack, get bodied, fade away, air ball. You know what I mean? Gotcha. 
it w- there were two really bad shots, and it's a championship game. And it was funny because I was sitting with mouthpiece at the at the time, and he took another bad shot, and we're like, "Damn, he's gonna get pulled." Yep. In L.A. in the championship game, and he got pulled, and he didn't see another minute. Yeah, he was pressing. He he was trying way too hard, and uh, I don't know. Either way, the the way the game ended with Joe. You know, hitting the fucking step back Perfect. and winning the game. Very fitting. It was great. Uh, so I'm a big fan of the big three. And I think it's gonna, only going to get bigger. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that we are a part of it again. DJ Ski, who's uh, the owner of Dash Radio, was was uh, DJing the event. Played great music, by the way. Good yeah. job, Ski. Absolutely. And I think that I just I kind of want to grow with these guys. Because I think in five years, it's going to be really big. I, I compare it a little bit to like the CBA. Back sure. in the day when the CBA or the ABA was like really fucking cool. Yeah. Like all the cool kids went and played in the at the in the ABA. It's where Julius started and yeah. like all that shit. Yeah, no, I definitely and especially like the way that they've timed this uh to be to be that gap in between. Like Ice Cube, you know, it, whether that was him or somebody on his team that was like, "Yo, people love basketball. It's it's a year-round thing, but there's no basketball between June and October, 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 and and they're filling that gap nicely because I tell you what, man, I'm I, if it's if it's people like Joe Johnson, Cormagetti, you know, Stephen Jackson, Frank Nitty, Larry Sanders, like these guys that even that, Larry Sanders, who by the way had one of the baddest females I've seen walk out with him. By the way, Larry, mm-hmm. if you're listening, your girl's nice. There you go. Congrats, but the, and Larry. then seeing guys like Eddie Curry who didn't even get off the bench, you know what I mean? Like seeing. And then all you these have guys. you have like the Hall of Famers that are coaching, like Charles Oakley and these guys. Like uh, Gary Payton is a coach. Like it, it, the whole vibe about the big three is is really solid. And as they continue to grow, they're just only going to get more recognition. And the thing that that's happening that that everyone started with this league hoping to happen is big name players are coming there. They and I don't think they ever really expected somebody like a 38 year old player to get another look, but this is another wrinkle that they're, that they're getting here. I mean, to have someone come out of the big three and back into the NBA is about as big of a dream as they probably could have realized in this entire thing that they're running here. The fact that Joe's even going to get looks and probably sign with the squad, whether he stays the whole year. I think this is my advice to, to, to them though, is I think they need to go younger. Uh, we are already making that move. They are, but we saw with like, yeah, I'm going to watch a big three because White Chocolate and Lamar Odom and Baron Davis, and then they get hurt really quick right? because they're not used to playing that fucking kind of that's, game. Well, you that's know what the I mean? problem with going through that big of a gap, right? It, it, it's one thing for Joe to take one year off and then come into the big three out of, out of the NBA. It's another thing for someone like Baron who took five years off of without really playing any like in day in and day out real competitive hoop. Uh, on on this kind of level, do you level. think current M- can current NBA players play in the big three? No, there's a CBA agreement. There is so yeah, I mean, you said CBA already, mm-hmm. but like you know, I think you meant ABA. The yes. CBA restricts players from being in contract and playing outside in other leagues. There really was a league with called the CBA, though. Okay, I'm sure that there was the Canadian Basketball Association. Um, the the interesting thing about that is too because there's other there's other platforms for this that are happening that we're seeing more and more like the basketball tournament espn has all the coverage there that's becoming a really big thing and that's during the gap too right? that's in the gap they right. know again they know they're they know right. where they need to go to get the fans and the viewers and the people that love basketball that's a five on five tournament winner take all it's a really great platform they essentially took uh you know the ncaa tournament march madness and they turned it into a two-month winner take all tournament 
five on five. So you get if you want five on five, you get the basketball tournament. You want the big name pro guys that you've grown up with loving and seeing, and you want to watch again. You go to the big three. We're getting some really nice coverage in the off season here. But I, I, the reason I'm bringing up these types of platforms is because uh, in the basketball tournament, our guy from from uh, San Antonio, Orlando, Jonathan Simmons, oh and God. and most recently of the Philadelphia 76ers got dropped this he got waived he got traded and waived by the Washington Wizards and was able to play in the big tournament and or the basketball tournament I keep calling it the big because I'm mixing the big 3 and the and the basketball <laughs> tournament co-branding co-branding here um we're building bridges so because there is the CBA thing current players in the NBA can't participate okay. and and their agents don't want them to get hurt in something like this if they have a current NBA contract. That's we're the seeing whole that idea. with FIBA too. That's the whole idea is that right. is that the franchises have to protect their investment in these players. Mm-hmm. And if they're playing in non-sanctioned NBA events and they get hurt, that's a that's a breach of contract. So that's the whole idea why you can't have somebody like, you know, a Ben Simmons running around out there. Yeah, but could have could Noah have played this summer? Yes. Yeah. He's not in contract. Right. That's my so, point. And so for the big 3 to be uh to to finally get the recognition, they're finally I think they're finally getting the recognition that they need nationally uh media wise and coverage wise on television it's only going to broaden those horizons for them to to get players that are on the cusp i mean i jamal crawford's a shoe in to be a great hit in the big three right shake and bake what it let, let's just say it doesn't happen this year or next year whenever whenever jamal crawford's nba career seems to be on pause or on hold or no one wants him anymore the big three will be a perfect place for him but he also has his summer league that he does up in seattle it's a, so that, but his summer league is like a pro-am yeah it's a pro-am and that shit's only on instagram you know it, it's cool to have runs back and forth he could probably still run that it probably wouldn't even be that big of a conflict for him uh but the whole idea here is that that's that's having players like joe johnson jamal crawford like these guys that we're talking about that are you know making that transition or even hoping to to catch the eyes of some executive or some scout that goes oh my god what am i thinking how mm-hmm. is this guy not on our team we have x amount of dollars let's 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 throw him a vet minimum contract this is exactly what the big 3 is hoping for i think there's big things coming for the big 3 just after everything I saw, there was a lot of people in the building. And I think it's going to be bigger than uh, people think. In the next four years, that might be, you know, people might say, fuck the Drew. I'm going to go play there this, this summer. Maybe they'll get five more new teams. You know what I mean? They might expand it to 15, 20 games maybe for the summer. Because what's really great, Drew, like you said, though, is like this shit ended on Sunday. And now we only have, we have 33 days until the preseason starts in the NBA. I love so that now, you know exactly how many days. And like, dude, I'm counting every single day. We can't Are you wait. kidding me? We cannot wait. We cannot wait. Why can't we wait, bro? This is the biggest season for both of us. This NBA season is going to be epic, people. Epic. Do you know Giannis in the FIBA shit is like the 79th leading scorer? He's averaging 11 points a game in FIBA right now. Yep. And I really don't want to talk about FIBA because it's really not that cool. Our USA team is trash. They're... Uh, we're still getting W's. Yeah, we're getting the dubs. We had to go to overtime against Turkey. Turkey. And uh, Jason Tatum hurt himself, Got which hurt. is exactly why all these players have... And Bill Simmons. Mm-hmm. So there was some 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 drama a little bit. Like Bill Simmons threw a little shade at Landry Shamit and at Devin Booker this this weekend for on not the, being on the Well, USA they were team. he was talking more about like well, there's they're posting videos of them working out with non NBA trainers and in a gym by themselves, just taking uncontested jumpers. And Bill, for whatever reason, threw shade at that. And which, by the way, basketball is the greatest sport in the world. You can take 
a thousand uncontested jumpers every single day. That w- that's what makes you better you in basketball. Do that. You all, should do that. All the players shoot should be, or shoot. Okay, do that. Do that. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my guns and say Landry Shamit will shoot 48 percent from the three point range. Devin Booker will average 26 point fucking points a game like he mm-hmm. always does. Mm-hmm. But Bill Simmons was taking shots. About, uh, you know, they gave up the USA team and training with them so they can work out in a gym by themselves. And then Tatum goes down with an injury that he, it's not catastrophic or anything. No, but it's an injury. It's an injury. It's going to be a nagging injury. Uh, And Tatum is our best player on the team, our second best player on the team besides D. Mitch and like Kemba. Kemba and Donovan and Tatum. Those are the three best fucking players. Yeah. And then Booker hits Bill Simmons back with like, that's why. That's you exactly know? why. That's Paul George is why. Yes. Paul, George, Paul George is the reason that the Team USA is like, eh, I think I'm um, good. You know, like, shit, that happened several years ago. And obviously, Paul has made an unbelievable recovery. And he's back at, you know, the peak of his performance. All that shit is And good. this ain't the Olympics. But but Paul George breaking his leg in a scrimmage mm-hmm. for Team USA mm-hmm. is exactly why guys are like, I think I'm good. You know, it's not an Olympic year. And that's when it really matters. And do you think, I mean, I think all the NBA players are finally realizing that this year is so important. So important, especially if you're a contender. If you're on Boston. Most of these guys just got new deals. Yeah. Most of these guys that didn't are actively looking for a new deal. Like 40% of the NBA was a free agent this year. You think those free agents are going to be like, yeah, let's let's uh, let's see if I can get injured. Uh, roll my ankle a couple different times playing against Serbia. Right. Let me, let's see what I can do against Senegal. What, like, what? you know, uh, 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 come on. Like, what am I doing <laughs> out here? You know? Like, if Eric Gordon decided to play on the FIBA team, would he have gotten his extension this week? Say he was Tatum and went down with his ankle injury. The answer to that question is probably yes, because Eric Gordon's amazing. Is Eric Gordon. He's a very good player. Right. Uh, and Houston values him as they should. Mm. Uh, but... That's the whole idea here is because it, uh, uh, rolling your ankle or whatever happened to Tatum where he's going to be fine here in a couple of weeks is one thing. But it had had that been a little bit more severe, it turns into a broken ankle or a torn ligament and mm-hmm. he's out for three to six months. Right. Then it's like, well, shit, I'm on the last year of my rookie deal. Mm-hmm. I want an extension this year. Like, uh, agent, help me out. Like, what am I going to do? Like, that's that's why everyone's on pause right now for this USA team. And being a Clipper fan, if Landry Shamit does shoot 48% for three, like I'm expecting him to do, I'm going to attribute it all to him not playing. On the FIBA team and getting in, <laughs> getting his reps in. You got to get your reps in every day, bro. Yeah, I don't care. Not now, ba- now it, to 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 be the counter to that, like Bill has a point. I get it. Being actively playing against guys in the NBA that are good enough to be on this USA team and working with a coach like Greg Popovich and all of his other coaches that he has on that staff is only going to benefit you. And this, but it's the it's the it's the the constant rigorous practices and games that you're going to have to go through where you can really risk injury. Where they're they're uh, Devin Booker is complaining about getting double teamed in a pickup game, right? So I get it. Obviously, he's on a different path. You think that's he's what the, the Simmons tweet was kind of. Uh, going off of too because everybody made a fucking huge deal. Did we talk about that? We did, yeah. We, we did a little bit. Two, I think it was two shows ago. And I really don't care. So you get double team and pickup. It happens. You're the best player on the floor. You're gonna have to deal with. Uh, I'm with- sorry, Devin. You just hit 42 <laughs> shots in a row. We're gonna send a double. We're gonna send <laughs> another to guy. Win. I mean, shit. I we haven't had the ball in 37 minutes. Right. Um, is it all right if we double you? Okay, but have you been so far removed from playing pickup Pick basketball? Up ball, baby? 
that you you don't like when you get double teamed, please. I'm not hating. I love Devin Booker. Totally. And and we get it, bro. Yes, I understand that you get double teamed in the NBA uh-huh. all the time. But guess how you get better at getting double teamed? Get it double teamed more often. Playing homie. against double teams. See it more often. Don't complain You're about gonna it. You're going to get better. That's the whole thing. But Spe- I get it. I get Speaking it. Speaking of pickup, I'm going to bring up something real quick. Yeah. D-Book's my guy. I ran into him. Literally ran into him at the Final Four. He not, almost knocked you over. I almost knocked him over. I was moving. He's bigger than people think. He's, like he's, he's legit 6'7". Right. And he has one of the deepest voices I've ever heard in my life. Scared the <laughs> shit out of me. He doesn't sound like, like it. Didn't sound like it was coming out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. It's like, whoa. <laughs> hold on. So, last week, a picture came out on the internet of Ale- your boy Alex Caruso, right? Working out in the gym. Right? Oh, my. Okay, but listen. Leveled up. Leveled That's up. That's called a level up. Looks huge. Do you know that, that that was Photoshopped? Listen to this. What was Photoshopped? That picture of him working out. So I'm going to backtrack really fast. So yesterday, yeah, yesterday, a video comes out of uh, Montrez Harrell yeah. playing pickup at the Laker facility with LeBron, with uh, Alex Caruso, with the La- basically playing against Lakers and other guys at the Laker facility. And I'm already pissed, first of all. Montrez just wants to play. Montrez is playing. We've said this all on so many All he wants to do bo- is play. He's, anywhere the games are, he makes a phone call in the morning. Yeah. Kind of like Jamal Crawford. Is there nine? Get, okay, yeah, I'm ten. Cool. I'll be there. Where yeah. are we playing? Play, and again, he was on LeBron's team. Like, cool. Yeah, it was a great run, and he killed, right? But the first thing I look at is Alex Caruso. And I'm like, that's not the dude I saw last week at all, right? Okay. Because there was the video that surfaced, right? And the, I, I don't know if there was a video. I, I saw some No, pictures. a picture that we posted. Yeah. And you're going to laugh so hard because right. you don't know this, and I'm so glad you don't know this. I don't know this. So I'm looking at the video of Trez yesterday, and I'm looking at Alex Caruso. I'm like, dude, he does not look like the guy looking at at all right and so then alex caruso posts today he gets a fucking summons from the nba for drug testing he's all he posts on his page oh my god so a photoshop picture of me comes out last week working out and now i have my first drug test from the nba oh shit so it was all fake alex caruso looks like alex caruso that you know well good because he's a good like i don't want him to lose his touch no but that picture that came yeah, up no, that, when he was yoked, yeah. I, I don't need him to be yoked. Yeah, but he looked great. He did look and I'm amazing. Like, Whoa. Like he's really leveling up, like you said. And it's, now I'm a little bummed out that uh, right? he wasn't there. But at the same time, like I'm okay with that because he doesn't need to be yoked. He's right. not a power forward. Right. Like, just be just be able to shoot, pass, and do your thing but it, and jump. Like he's a he's a sneaky jumper. Everybody knows he's got he's got some ups on him. That's that is hilarious. Isn't it super funny how he posts? Okay, so the NBA is watching the, the Instagram. Yeah, of I, course they are. Shit. Well, did they send uh, Giannis a summons last summer after he was holding up those weights, possibly, looking like he possibly looking like his legs were moved to his arms? His like got his thighs removed from his legs and put in between his elbow and his shoulder. And and Giannis is he can just hold weights, hundred pound weights in his hands. And, I mean, and no NBA the dude puts in work. No, we don't know finish. Alex Caruso. Why are they coming workout? after my guy Caruso? So I'm what if saying. he's taking PEDs? NBA, everybody, calm down. He's a small white man. He's losing his hair. If he wants to take some, it's a little extra, you know, it's some. I mean, shit. But like, it was people like us. And first of all, I think we were one of the first people to post that picture. Mm-hmm, by the way, mm-hmm. it was people like us posting that and making it go viral. To where I the hope NBA Caruso had... wasn't smoking any weed. That's all I, I hope. Think about. He's smoking any weed. A lot of NBA. He needs play... some hymns. We know. We he know. Needs hymns. Well, it doesn't mean that you know who's you know who's a big hymn sponsor. Snoop Dogg, who smokes a lot of fucking weed. That's so, right. uh, my point being is like a lot of NBA players indulge in the cannabis 
when it's the off season. Can I go and off? If he goes in off of this fucking Photoshop photo and mm-hmm. it, and pisses into a cup and it dings the the cannabis thing and he gets he gets suspended. I'm gonna be livid. That, back to Snoop Dogg really quick though. Yeah, there was also video that surfaced where after and by the way, like Snoop was at the Big Three Championship game. He performed at halftime with Ice Cube again, and this is something I'm gonna throw out at Big Three really fast, like. Get more every big three game I've been to, Ice Cube or Snoop Dogg has performed at halftime. Like, we need to get rid of that shit. You do? Like, yeah, bro. If you want to bring the people in, where's Travis Scott? Yeah, where's fucking Drake? You know what I mean? If you want to, I'm just saying. Yeah. If you want to bring the people into the show, Drake's a very expensive individual. But anyway, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. I get it. But then after the game, like the championship game, you know, uh, they were in the Clipper locker room and Snoop and like. 30 other people from the big three and all these, you know, whoever's working for the big, we're smoking just fat bleezies nice. in the fucking locker wow. room blowing up. Wow. And then Snoop said something. I think Clipper Daryl was in that motherfucker too, for whatever reason. Wow. Um, and they, cause they, they, they panned down to the carpet and the carpet was Clipper. So gotcha. they were blowing L's yep. in, and I'm just like, nobody's saying anything. You're just going to let smoke Snoop smoke anywhere he wants. It's Does he have it like that? In the Clipper locker room? It's legal in California. I'm sure he wasn't the first one it's to do it. It's an enclosed space. I get it. Somebody from the Clippers organization had to be like, uh, hey. I don't think the Clippers have anything to do with that. I don't think so either. I'm just pretty sure they said, if you want to burn an L, burn one, Snoop. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't think he asks. I don't think he asks anymore. It was I just think funny he just how lights it up. So many people around, and he's just they're just smoking, talking that shit. That is funny. But that is funny. Either way, I'm stoked on that. Hey, we got some pretty dope shit going on. Uh, we're going to give everybody the details very soon, but... I want everybody to clear their calendars for October 19th. 19th, baby. 19th is going to be something really dope. Clips and Drew is teaming up with B-Ball Junkies and Antidote Fresh, and we're going to put on a really, really cool event that we want everybody to come to. We're going to have food. We're going to have a live podcast. If you guys want to come out, join us, uh, have a drink with us. Uh, it's going to be set off the NBA season just like we should. It's going to be basically in North Orange County, Anaheim area at the B-Ball Junkies facility, which is really dope, too. You guys yeah. should check this out. But we want everybody there and continue to support the show. Please. The screenshots, everything that you're doing. I want to do an Are You Listening campaign. I want our real listeners that listen to us every day or every week, excuse me, to send us a video. I want you to send me a video of you saying, Are You Listening to Clips and Drew? Add your own flavor to it. If you speak a different language, say it. I'm putting together a really cool video that I want to shout all of our listeners out on this. So if you if you got three minutes, send me a video of you asking, are you listening to Clips and Drew? And we're going to make this video go viral. You got a shout out or anything, Drew? You got anything you want to say? Yeah, shout out to Melvin's Brewing. <laughs> there, that coffee flight that y'all had was fantastic. <laughs> Four different coffee flavored beers. Wow. And I had it at four o'clock in the afternoon. It was amazing. I woke up the next day to a can of coffee beer that I had purchased. Did <laughs> you do remember purchasing? I remember purchasing it, but I, I was very excited to try it with my breakfast. Shout out to Melvin's Brewing. Melvin's Brewery. Melvin's Brewing. Brewing. Melvin's Brewing. We're looking for a deal, Melvin. I'm yes. I want some vouchers. <laughs> hey, shout out to Dash Radio. Shout out to the Nothing But Net Channel. Shout out to everybody that's listening to this show. Because let me tell you, people, this season's gonna be epic, and I hope you're on the journey with us. Because we're about to blow the fuck up. Okay, we're gonna take them out with Nipsey. I miss Nipsey. I know everybody misses Nipsey. Victory lap, Drew. Turn this shit up. Bang it. It's the follow through with clips and Drew. Episode ninety, and we're ghosts.
Caruso, leave him alone. I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's gon' go get it. No kidding. Breaking down a switch in front of your building. Sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings. Last night it was a cold killer. You gotta keep the devil in this hole, nigga. But you know how it go, nigga. I'm front line every time it's on, nigga. 100 pro flow. Running shoot pro, 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that Tulum just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Maya Ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruising, my cultural influence, even revolution. I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it They tell me hustle, dumb and down, you might confuse it It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers used to I'm a urban legend, South Central in a certain section Can't express how I curb detectives Guesses, evidence of a divine presence Blessings, held me down at times I seem reckless Effort, got an L but got an E for effort Stretch it Dropped him off in the Mojave Desert, then left me. Ain't no answer to these trick questions. Money making nip, straighten out my jewelry on my best dresser. Well known, flick up in jail clothes. Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's till T shows. Whatever, nigga, playing chess, not checkers. Nigga, 38 special for you clever niggas. See, bro, you ain't living down by the street code. Been through all these motions up and down like a seesaw. I can never view you as my equal. Fuck, I wanna hear your CD phone. Step with candles, little message from the set, we accept your challenge.